Welcome to the Trailer Cast with Elise Snipes. Each week, I will be sharing with you from inside my vintage trailer where I work as a therapist and share some of my musings on the human experience. I am endlessly fascinated and inspired by people. I love being a therapist and I'm deeply grateful for the intimate and beautiful work I get to do. I believe we are wildly capable of healing and making this world a better place, and this is my attempt at doing that. Sharing beauty to invoke beauty. May you find yourself inside these stories and ponderings and be better for it. Cheers. Happy December, everyone. I had this great plan in place all set up for December and then to January, and I was going to lead you like perfectly all the way into like this launching January and start new January. I wanted to like lead you through this process of unfolding in this season and being able to like, really start and launch in the new year, but I'm not very good at plans or playing by the rules, so I think I'm just going to jump to the punchline today. <laughs> Are you ready? You are a gift. Your life is a gift. You should get to love being you. Because when you do that, you will want to give yourself to others. And then we will all get to receive the gift that is you. That, right there, that's where I want to take you. So how do we get there? I'm going to try and answer that by telling you about something that happened this week. My kids had nine days off from school over Thanksgiving break, And we got out of town together, which was glorious. It is always refreshing, I think, for us to get out of the regular grind. And I definitely think we're at our best when we're just kind of playing together. So it was a nice, solid chunk of time. And then Monday morning happened. (laughs) Monday morning, after nine days off of school, happened to us. We have to leave the house by 7.15 to get everyone to school on time. So after nine days off, we were 100% off our game. Like, nobody, nobody was ready We needed school uniforms and folders, and my kindergartner had 12 pages of homework, which we literally didn't do any of, so that was cool. Packing lunches, all like the normal stuff. And so I could kind of see like the mood in the house getting a little cray, and so I decided to see if I could kind of like focus us towards some positivity. Because mom, because therapist, (laughs) because of who I am, so... I wanted to get them in the mindset of going back to school, and I thought I could do that by preparing them for that transition by like asking them some questions that would get them stoked and excited about going back to school rather than being bummed or that like drudgery kind of low feeling. So I asked them a couple questions. Who are you most excited to see today? What is one thing you can tell them about your Thanksgiving break? You know, sometimes I try to like help my kids figure out Um, One, how they're feeling before they get somewhere. And then two, like help them kind of have some talking points, honestly. Like if they're asked to share in front of the class about Thanksgiving break that they'll have already thought about maybe what was significant or important to them. And especially because they're young, trying to help them pare that down into smaller words so they're not lost trying to tell a story or lost trying to to kind of put words to it in the moment. Because I think if they're already practicing that sense of awareness um, and practicing engaging in that dialogue, then they will have like they'll have less social anxiety or less fear about what to say when they're called on. And who knows? Maybe I'm just being weird, but that's what we were doing on this Monday morning. And so I asked Eden, Eden, who are you most excited to see today? And Eden loves her teacher, Miss Susan, 
And so she, like, over the top ecstatically screams, I'm excited to see Miss Susan and to play with all the babies. And then she, like, lists her top friends that she plays with on the playground. So she goes through, like, this, like, monologue, right, of, like, Jack and Ollie and Weston and Nathan. And she wants to play with all the babies. And she was excited about every single toy. And so now we know everyone in her class and all of the toys and what order she's going to play with them in, how she's going to use her lunchbox and blah, blah, blah. She was super excited. Line of questioning, successful and not difficult with this one. (laughs) And then Judah, sweet Judah. He names about 15 girls that he was excited to see. (laughs) Again, not difficult to get this guy motivated to go back to school. Apparently, he's got to get him talking about the ladies in his class. So when I asked Isaac the same questions about who he was excited to see and what is one thing maybe he thought he could talk about for his Thanksgiving break, he just like kind of shrugged at me. And so I, I watched him, looked at him a little harder, not hard like mean, but like a little more on purpose to see if I could get a read on his ambivalence. Like why, I was, like, why didn't he, why wasn't he listing people? Like, did he not know their names? Uh, was he not making friends at school? Lump in my throat, oh my gosh. Have I been missing something, like, this whole year? Isaac is by, f- by far our most, like, scholastically minded kid. And I'm sure they're going to listen to this podcast one day. It'd be like, Mom, I can't believe you just said that. But um, he is obsessed with learning and does it all the time and enjoys it. And that's what that is. <laughs> so... I was hosting this conversation for the little kids thinking that they might need a little more like pump you up kind of moment. And I didn't think that it was going to be Isaac that was the one struggling with these questions. So I saw he was getting emotional. And so I finished tying 150 pairs of shoes and then took Isaac aside to kind of go a little further with this. So I know going back to school after this much time off can be a funky transition and it 100% could have just been that. But just in case, and because I'm a therapist, I'm going to go ahead and make room for all of the feelings and help him put words to what he needs to so that he can feel better. And so I asked him again, who are you most excited to see today, buddy? And I was met like with this shrug and a pouty lip. And so since he like went all nonverbal on me, I asked him how he felt about going back to school today just by giving me a thumbs up or a sideways thumb or a thumbs down. And he flashed sideways and thumbs down. My heart sink a little bit. What was going on? What was I going to do for this like tender hearted boy? And so we sat and talked using our thumbs up code to see if we could get closer to what he was not feeling good about. And ultimately what it came down to was he wasn't feeling good inside of himself about going back to school. It wasn't the teacher or the fact that he's in a dual immersion program and there's a language barrier. It's not the kids in his class or all the things that I wanted to point to, um, wanted to be the thing, but it was how he was feeling about himself. Uh, (laughs) Deep breath. So we we got right to work on it. Isaac, do you trust me? Do you believe I know you? Do you know I love you so deeply, buddy? Thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Okay, then I want you to listen to me say this, and then I want you to repeat it. I am Isaac, and I love being me. So he looks at me, whispers back, I am Isaac, and I love being me. 
So I told him that was a good start, pulled him in for a giant bear hug, which of course made him squeal with delight and brought him back to life a little. And then I asked him to say it again from that place of feeling instead. I am Isaac and I love being me. I asked him what that felt like. And he said it felt good and he felt happy. And I asked him where he felt those things. He points to his heart. And so I told him to put his hand over that spot to look me in the eye and to say it one more time. I am Isaac and I love being me. And then I said, okay, how are you feeling now? Better. Thumbs up, mom. Okay. Ready to go to school? Definitely. You see, sometimes we can look at all the external things and point to them as a thing we need to solve or use them as reasons for why we feel the way that we do. And sometimes this is the case. But other times, it's because we don't feel good about what is going on inside of ourselves, regardless of all the other outside factors. You see, I could have sat with Isaac and role-played social skills. Um, I could have investigated every student in the class to see if they were bullying him, met with the teacher. I could have minimized the whole thing, just a rough return to the routine after Thanksgiving break. And I could have missed this entirely in the hustle of just trying to get out the door on time and making sure everyone's fully dressed. This, though, this moment, it wasn't about anyone or anything else. Because you know what? Most of that stuff, it won't change anyways. Every year, he's probably going to be faced with any number of those outside factors. Friendship struggles or school troubles or not getting along with someone in his class or not, you know, all that stuff, like the external stuff's always there. Relationships that disappoint us, work things that are frustrating, not being as successful as we thought we were going to be, not having as many friends as we want to be, feeling disappointed by our community feeling disappointed by the fact that we're not the parents we thought that we would be. Like, there's plenty of outside external things that we're always going to be met with. But it doesn't matter if I try to sit there and solve all of those things because there's nothing I can actually do about those things. Not a thing. And even if there was, how would that help Isaac? Right? But by getting to the heart and root of it all, how he was feeling inside of himself about himself, getting to see it, hold it, and give him new words to use instead, then practice them, reinforce them, enjoy them as he lives into that truth, that will serve him in any room at any age. Before he got out of the car to run into school, I asked him if he remembered his truth. And he smiled that huge grin of his and said, yes, mom, I am Isaac and I love being me. And clambered out of the car and went off to face the day. And I drove off and I thought, This might be the single most important thing I could give him, that he would know who he is and love that so much. And so I'm driving the next little kids to school and mulling over the rest of my week and thinking, you know what, that's the most important thing I can give anyone, which of course brings me to you, that if there is any one thing I want to give you, it's the same belief, the same feeling. And instead of working our way towards that in January, We're just going to start now because it's what's most important, because it's the foundation of all the other work or thoughts or stories. Knowing who you are and confidently and truly loving yourself is the whole point. If you have that, you can do anything. 
you can love well and live well and parent well and work well. You can start well and set goals and be successful. When we feel better, we do better. So, dear listener, we are starting here and we're starting today. I want you to try it. I don't care what you think about it. (laughs) I want you to try it with me. I am and I love being me. Think it or say it. I am and I love being me. Where did you feel that? Or what did you feel? Does that statement feel true? And if so, where? Like where in your body does it feel true? Or does it not feel true? And if that's the case, then that is where we begin our work. With whatever stuff came up to challenge that new truth. Sometimes we have to live into a thing. And sometimes it's just immediately true when you hear it and it settles into place within you. Pay attention to your experience with this. Do you love being you? If so, honestly, get it. Own it. Enjoy it. Be more free in that. The lightness that comes from loving yourself feels like confidence. It feels like clarity, excitement, joy. It feels strong and real and grounded and yet bigger than. And if you're, if you're listening and you haven't felt this within yourself, you deserve to. You deserve to feel good about who you are. And if you don't believe that, then let me ask you this. Do you think I deserve to feel good about who I am? Seriously, do I deserve to feel good about who I am? Why? And so then that just begs the question, don't you? Right? If you're still having trouble answering this, let me do that for you. Yes. (laughs) Yes, you do. You deserve to feel good about you, to love you, to feel comfortable in your skin and confident in who you are and free in your life and relationships. And that starts here with you, not out there with all of them and all those external factors and all those problems way out there, but here within yourself. Accept that you are a gift to this world, that your one wild and precious life is just that, wild and precious, and we want to receive it, to receive you. And the only way that can happen is if you believe it is worth giving. And the only way you can do that is if you believe you are good and love yourself enough to think that people would want to share life with you. So again, let me answer this for you. Who are you? I am and I love being me. Start here. Use this. Repeat this often. (laughs) Breathe it in. Take it deeper within yourself until it runs true the whole way through. In this season of the gift giving, I want you to think of yourself as the most precious gift you have and then give from that place. Give generously of yourself, whether that is your time or your words or your space or your food or your smiles, your service or your dance moves, (laughs) whatever it is, give it, gift it. Let's celebrate now. Don't wait for Christmas. We don't need a date on a calendar to prompt us to be generous or to give gifts. We don't need the new year to tell us it's time to start a resolution. Let's live it all now. 
give gifts, live in anticipation, party, announce, be intentional now, today. Let's do it. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you are interested in beginning your own work in therapy or coaching, you can go to www.elisesnipes.com. Follow me on Instagram at Elise Snipes Collective, where I will be sharing more with you throughout the week. You can get in touch with me to suggest a topic for the show or to ask a question from your own life you would like to have answered. Or just say hi by emailing me at elise at elisesnipes.com. Remember to subscribe on iTunes and tell your friends.